Well, here we are in the second last week of the third term. 2023 is beginning to evaporate in front of our very eyes. Welcome again to uh, Zav Chat. We're delving backwards today. And there's our little clue. We gave you a little clue last week. We're going to have a lot of fun, Nick and Bill. Let's, uh, let's get straight into it. Good morning. Good on you, Shane. Thank you, and g'day, Nick. Um, it's uh, it's great to be back again, uh, and this will be a pretty full episode, I reckon. And as uh, Shane said, uh, a great welcome to Catherine Hall, our college archivist. Catherine, welcome. Thank you, Bill. Thanks, Shane. Thanks, Nick. Uh, now, look, let's let's dive straight in um, for the listeners out there. The role of a college archivist, like, what is it, and what do you do, Catherine? I do a lot of stuff. Basically, I look after the history of the college in the short version and the long version is I maintain records for legal compliance, uh, I look after objects of historical value and I maintain a museum space, answering queries, confirming enrolments from past students and such like. So as a school archivist, you get to do the entire range of looking after an object, whereas um, archivists at the state institutions tend to only do a part of that. So, yeah. Perfect. So you really get to play sort of in a way on your own. Yes. But having the totality of the work of an archivist um, must be quite sort of rewarding personally to you. Yes, yes. It is um, the best job I've had and, uh, yeah, I've... I really love it. So I think I tend to tell people that I have the best job in the school. <laughs> Perfect. Well, well said. I, I, I can't argue with that one. Now, what, like, what sort of items does the, um, does the archives at Xavier hold? It must be a treasure trove. It is. We have a lot of trophies. Um, we have a lot of prize books. We have uniforms. Um, we have documents um, thousands of photos. We have video footage from the 30s, 50s, 70s, MP4s from last week, um, all sorts of objects that help tell the story of the boys and the staff and the associated families of Xavier. So, yes. And you might, uh, you probably enjoy, um, you know, connections with students too when they come in. I was just oh, reflecting, yes. um, Josh and Ollie gave a uh, and put together a, a magnificent um, uh, little video production on the athletics uh, yes. and had some wonderful, um, you know, both reasonably current but certainly a lot of archival footage. Is, does that yes. give you joy? It does. Like, I gave him all the full footage from those years that he requested and then he's produced this fabulous cut-down, edited version that to promote the APS athletics. So... I really love when the boys can show their creativity using those historic items. And no doubt that will now sit in the archives itself. Yes, yes it does. The uh, the new edition of Xavier News uh, has just uh, hit people's computers or mailboxes and there's an amazing story there, Catherine, that you've put together around the, well, you explain it, but it's the centenary and you've got an unbelievable picture of a huge crowd out on the Oval and Archbishop or Cardinal Mannix, I've forgotten now, I think it was Archbishop in those days. Uh, you must just take great joy in looking back into some of those incredible days of Xavier. It is. And um, so somebody donated a minute 50 of old footage that they'd found and it's the centenary of the founding of the Diocese of Melbourne in 1948 
and they invited all of these um, bigwigs of the church to come to Melbourne. So we had Archbishop Spellman of New York and a couple from England, one from India. Gilroy, I think, from Sydney is yes, in the picture. Yes, yes, Gilroy from Sydney and Archbishop Mannix there presiding over the Melbourne. And they invited um, them to come to Xavier for the Sunday for the, of the week-long uh, celebrations and we had 45,000 people on the Chapel Oval and they It's a great shot folks if you haven't got your Xavier news yet zip straight to the back for this edition and you'll Thanks. see that story Bill it's quite amazing to see it It is uh, and and obviously the, um, the podium at the rear of the chapel yeah. uh, you know still sits there and you can just imagine you know, when you stand on it right in the current what those scenes must have uh, actually been like in the day uh, Nick, maybe over to you. Uh, so, Miss Hall, how do you sort of go about getting everything that you have in the archives? Because you do have so much stuff down there. Is it all sort of donated by odds of variance or do you go out and seek it? Um, how do you sort of have all the stuff you have down there? We have a collection policy, Nick, and um, we gather information from the college today, key items for legal requirements but the majority of objects are actually donated by family or unfortunately once members pass on sometimes the estate then donates because they can't bear to send it to an op shop or throw it out so a lot of objects come in a lot of different ways. It must be somewhat sombre but it must also be just this beautiful gift of an ongoing legacy of family history and an ongoing story. So. Yeah, and we keep those stories and we keep the memories alive and then we can display objects of those boys and um, honour their history, honour their memory. One of the great attractions of Xavier to families is its amazing alumni old boy network. Uh, people say it's the strongest in the country, which is pretty amazing if that's a fact, and I suspect it is. So you're very much heart and soul of that because you're weaving in and out of that all the time. Do you enjoy that part of your job that you just get to have a, a real feel for so many families over such a long period? Yeah, that's one of the more interesting aspects of the job and uh, it gives me great joy to be able to link families through their history. So um, often they'll come in and they'll say, oh, my great-grandfather came to Xavier. And I'll confirm that. And then I'll say, so how many brothers did he have? And, he, and the kid will go, oh, I don't know. And then they'll go away and do some research. And then the father and the mother get involved. And then the grandmothers and the grandfathers. And all of a sudden, we've got seven generations. And we're going as wide as we are deep in terms of that. So um, it's one of the joys of the job is connecting the people. It's almost uh, Ancestry.com, isn't it, uh, via, uh, via Xavier College. So, uh, Catherine, uh, you, you're speaking of a few things that you really relish and enjoy. Um, there must be a few sort of favourite objects that you have in the collection. You know, could you bring a few of those to mind? Oh, I think my favourite is this supporter doll from around 1914 to 1923. It was made by a girl called Eileen Cook. Um, her father uh, attended Xavier in the 1880s. Um, and he was one of the first presidents of the Old Severians Association. He cut the sod for the founding stone of the chapel. Wow. Um, and she had four brothers who came to Xavier. And so a, this little doll has, head has been repurposed and put on a pole and given a frill neck 
and uh, with ribbons and um, given a little hat and obviously was used uh, to as she ran up and down the banks of the river um, cheering on her brothers who were rowing. So I love it because it's homemade. I love it because it's a one-off. I love it because it was made by a female who was connected to the college and we don't have very many items of females connected to the college. It's a very hidden history. And uh, I just, yeah, and um, I think her great-great-grandson is in year 11 this year, so... You know, wow! There's all those. <laughs> what a fantastic story, and, <laughs> that is and, a and for all the right reasons, Catherine. I, I couldn't agree more with your selection there. Here's one. Uh, here's one from you, Nick. Um, I'm going to put you on the spot here, Miss Hall. Um, it's a bit of a tough one. What is the most interesting task you've had to do here at Xavier? Mm, that's difficult. They're all interesting, um, and I, I really just love the connections of the families and being able to link them to other families and but I do love the Anzac Mass and working on that every year um you know uh, really connecting the past with the future and the present and um in getting the current students really involved um it's great to see over the last five or six years that we've had more current students rock up wearing family medals so and Catherine, you talk of the future there. You know, are there what are the sort of works and things that you might be doing for the future of the archives at the moment? Uh, I'm in the middle of trying to finish a museum, and uh, once that's up, then we'll be able to host events for the old Zavs, like uh, and um, be on open days and have future families come through and experience um, what it's like to be at Xavier and to engage more fully with um, the junior boys and the senior boys throughout their time at the college. So, Do you find the students uh, sort of get really interested and excited once they see it? Probably as a topic, it's they're listening going, uh, but when they actually get in there, you know, does it really uh, tickle their fancy? Yes. So I have two groups of boys. One will come in, see the space and go, oh, great, that's lovely. And then I have the repeat visitors um, that, that come back and go, hey, miss, what's happening this week? What's new? Uh, when's it going to be finished? <laughs> um, so, yeah, they, they really do enjoy coming back. And at some point I'd love to have sort of like student volunteers working there. So Magnificent. And, and we should have almost touched on this earlier, uh, Shane and Nick, but uh, just for the listeners, just describe where you are. There's been a lot of investment that's gone in and some mm. very generous donation as well to support um, the museum and the archival area. So, Catherine, just, just explain the area where you, where you live. and. OK, so the archives are currently housed in the foundations of the South Wing. The original part of those foundations was used as the food store when the college first opened in 1878, so pre-electricity and refrigeration. Wow. Um, we do have a wine room. Unfortunately, it's empty of wine, but um, the lovely concrete bays there provide lovely space for display in the future and we've um, through our generous benefactors have managed to expand further into the foundations to provide extra storage space and so that's leaving space for the museum to be um, housed in the spaces that have slightly higher ceilings. 
perfect. And because when you walk in there and, and you're surrounded by this strong blue stone, it's, um, it, it sort of oozes history, just uh, by yeah. look and feel. It has a wonderful atmosphere, um, as well as being fairly constant in terms of temperature and humidity, which are important for an archive. So. Well said there. And, and Catherine, maybe a last one from me, uh, and this might be a, a challenging or, I don't know, even if it's an unethical topic to, uh, question to ask, but um, if you could go back in time... You know, is there anything that you'd, you'd change? Mm, interesting. Yes, I'd love the school to have appointed an archivist in about 1898 when they started looking backwards for the first time. Um, up until then it had been very forward-looking only, but around that time they developed the Old Severians Association and all the boys started coming back and looking at ways to support the college from you know as an, as adults out in the world. So... I'd love to have had somebody collecting objects right from that point in time. There's, there's so many gaps. In the past, people didn't keep records for so long. They actually destroyed records that should have been kept because at the time that was just what happened. It just didn't matter probably. It didn't matter yeah. and um, stuff we do now is totally different from that back and, then. So. And, and, and that's interesting, like you're saying, 1898, which is 20 years after the college uh, started. Do you know what year an archivist was first appointed into the college? They first appointed um, Father Tommy Burke as the college archivist around about the 1980s, but I think that was more of a retirement position for for him. So that's amazing, Bill. We went 100 years Without an archivist. Correct. Incredible. And, uh, and how yeah. important, though, it is that um, in our current, uh, and particularly as we're doing um, work into our future, that we have this as a really key part of our college at the moment, and long may that continue. I mean, we're, some of these spaces, Shane, as you know, that uh, you know, we're looking to make sure that we're building in uh, facilities so that our, our wonderful archival um, items can be displayed and can be, you know, really living in front of the students on a regular basis. And talking of which, the Year 7s, as they come into this new building from the start of next year, be really keen to see them be able to get in as part of their learning experience into the archives mm. and having a real sense of the history of the college that they're, that they're a part of. So I think these are some of the great opportunities that are opening up. And one last one from me, uh, Catherine, and then we'll go to Nick for uh, Around the Grounds. Um, have you started thinking ahead to the 150th anniversary? It's only now four-odd years away. That's going to be one big year for Xavier College. Oh, yes. I have um, contemplated on, on what we should be doing, um, and uh, I think we need to start planning now. So... Uh, yes. Well, you've yeah, got the right person folks. She's got the right person in the room. I think that's a, that's a pretty good plug there, <laughs> Catherine. Hey, it's been wonderful having you uh, with us today. But uh, uh, as Shane said, Nick, we should go around the grounds. Yes, heels around the grounds. Well, this week is Environment Week, so we've got plenty happening regarding uh, the environment. So on Monday, we had a family feud type of event. All about the all the questions are about the environment. Uh, at lunchtime on Monday. Um, yesterday on Tuesday, we had a, a, a short film showing um, at lunchtime, which was good. Uh, we've got an assembly today where the guest speaker is speaking about the environment. Uh, he's an old Zavarian who's been working in the field, so that should be really interesting. Um, the house debating round two competition is on Thursday at lunchtime, and uh, the topic is uh, around the environment. Um, so there is plenty happening 
um, this week. It is Environment Week, so James Power and Miss Holmes um, and the rest of the Environment team have been working very hard to make this week um, excellent and have plenty of activities, so uh, it should be great. Um, certainly looking forward to it. And it was Father's Day uh, last Sunday, um, so I know that Burkhall had a mass last week, um, which was great, and uh, the Sandy Campus has got a mass and a barbecue this Friday afternoon after school. Um, so that should be a great event um, and certainly one to look forward to. Oh, Nick, you are amazing. And we've got one Zav chat to go for the uh, third term. So we're back uh, seven days hence. Catherine, really lovely to have you with us today and uh, hear those stories and your interesting world. It's been great. Oh, fantastic. I'm glad to be able to um, promote the archives. So thank you, Shane, Bill and Nick. Great, Catherine. Well, there's another Zav chat and uh, one more, as I said, for Term 3. So please uh, join us again in seven days for another Zav chat.